Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Podcast Manager Show. I'm Lauren, your host. And today we are diving into one of your questions. Yes, I got an excellent question about the fear of success and how to avoid sabotaging yourself from growth because you are fearful about being overbooked. I love when you guys send me episode ideas, when you ask questions that I can then answer on the podcast where I can go deeper than I can on social media. And that's what we're going to do today together. We're going to talk about how to handle being overbooked and what you can do before you become overbooked so you can be ready for when the clients start flowing. Now, if you're new around here, you might be surprised to even know or imagine what it'll be like when you really get your groove and clients are just finding you left and right. It can feel at times like the faucet just gets turned on and then you land a couple clients, right? Maybe you land three to five clients and you wonder, okay, what happens when like my ideal client reaches out to me next and I just don't have the capacity to take them on? What am I gonna do? So I'm gonna walk you through four great options you have when you get to that point. Before we dive into that though, I wanted to point out that some of us feel more comfortable being slightly under booked out and other people find it to be more comfortable to be slightly overbooked, if you know what I mean. So let's say, you know, five clients is the sweet spot for you. Some people feel more comfortable having a little bit of wiggle room, so they're at four. And some people feel a little bit comfortable being at six and they might be a little overworked, but they know that, okay, if I lose a client, then I'll still be good. And maybe that's kind of based around more like fear of losing someone. And so you're kind of working yourself harder. But I just wanted to point that out that we all have kind of our sweet spot, our comfort level when it comes to this, but we all have our limits, right? We have a certain amount of time that we can spend on monthly management clients. And especially when you're new and you just don't quite understand what your capacity is going to look like, these are some great options that you can have in mind for when you get to the spot where you realize, okay, I'm about booked out and I don't know if I can take on another client. We're gonna work from most simplest to most complex when it comes to your options. The first one is you can start referring these people to other podcast managers. In the podcast manager program, we have a hire form where podcasters can submit their hiring information to our students and our students can reach out to those leads. And oftentimes, the students are the ones that will send this hire form to people that have reached out to them and they aren't a great fit. So they'll go and refer them to another podcast manager. But if you really want to work with a person, you might not want to refer them to someone else, right? Because you want to find a way to work with them. So number one would be refer them to someone else, right? Number two would be create a wait list. So 
you could say, hey, at this point I'm booked out, but I'll put you at the top of my wait list. And as soon as I have availability, I'll reach out to you. I definitely use this in my podcast management business, but it's not quite a solution. (laughs) It's more of just like a holding pattern for when you figure out what you're going to do next. Because the reality is, is that unless a client leaves, things aren't really going to change unless you purposefully change them, which is what our second and third option are going to be all about. So the waiting list is just kind of a, a line that you can use if you're trying to get your ducks in a row or you're not, you're just not quite sure what to offer the person. You can let them know that you have a wait list. A wait list would actually be practical for like launch clients where maybe you're going to do one launch every other month. And so you're going to put them on the wait list for next March, for next September or whatever. But with management clients, you're not necessarily going to have a space for them unless you change something. So option number two, creating a wait list. Option number three is to start outsourcing some of your work and start building an agency. Wow. Pretty exciting. Pretty thrilling. And also nerve wracking, right? And that's totally fine if it feels like, whoa, I just started this. Should I even be thinking about moving into an agency model? You don't need to be thinking about that quite yet. But if you're wondering how you're going to handle being overbooked, having it in your head that, okay, you know, as soon as I land that fifth client, on that sixth client, I'm either going to put them on a wait list or I'm going to start outsourcing some of my work so that I can say yes to client number six and I can slowly build out that agency. Now, in my new graduate program, PMP Pro, that's one of the things that we're working on together is starting to build out agencies for those students that want to build out an agency and building out one-time offers, which is my last option for you. One-time offers like consultancy audits, that type of thing. So if someone reaches out to you and you are just at max capacity for management clients, you can say, hey, I'm not taking on management clients right now. But if the client is looking for help on growing their show, then you can say, hey, I have this audit that I can do a one-time offer of an audit to give you some strategic help. Are you interested in that? The big difference between the agency and the one-time offer is, well, one time, one of them is a one-time offer and one of them is an ongoing offer. But also the agency, you're probably filling the gap that they need the most versus with the one-time offer, they might have come to you for consistent help and you're saying, hey, I can't do that, but I can do this. And they may be interested and they may not be, right? They may not know exactly what they need and the one-time offer might fit super well, but they might also say, hey, I'm actually looking for ongoing help and it's just not a match. And that's okay, right? Because you're building your business in that direction, not the agency model. So you'll feel comfortable saying, okay, that's not the client for me. Here, I can refer you to somebody else. My fifth option for you, bonus fifth option, would be starting to create a digital product, which would be similar to a one-time offer in the sense that they would reach out to you for monthly management and you would say, I'm not taking on clients for monthly management anymore, but I do have a mini course, some sort of digital product that's gonna walk them through one of their pain points. 
Now, it's great to have a plan for what that next phase of your business is going to look like, but you also don't need to spend too much time thinking about it right now especially if you are in the season of landing your first three clients, focus on that, focus on where you are. But if it really helps for you to be able to see what the future could look like, these are some ideas of what it could look like. Stay focused on where you're at. And then as soon as you get into maybe clients four and five, then start putting some of your energy towards this next phase of what your business can look like. One of the really awesome things is that you can simply say no, right? And you can just keep your business at a really awesome, healthy spot of three to five clients and you can hang out there for a while. Or you can take one of these suggestions and continue to grow it beyond those initial stages. It is 100% up to you and you can choose one thing and choose a different thing later. This is your business. You are officially a business owner and you can make these choices based on what you want and what is gonna work best for you and your goals. The reality is, is that whenever you are focused on building your podcast management business and you've got the tools and the community and the feedback that you need to be successful, it is only a matter of time for you to be in this spot which is really exciting, right? Really exciting. But you don't have to get to the point where you're overbooked, right? That's kind of a choice (laughs) to be overbooked because you said yes when maybe you knew not to. And hey, I have to be honest, I'm totally the person that will overbook myself. That's just my personality. And so, yeah, I've had some late nights. (laughs) I've had some serious talks with myself to say, Lauren, do not say yes until you do X, Y, and Z. And that's why I've had a wait list at times. But whether or not you say yes to those clients, you don't have to be overworked, right? There is always a solution to growing your business in the direction that you want to and continuing to work with clients that you love. This is such an exciting time to be part of the podcasting industry. I am so excited to move into 2023 with you all. And like I said in the beginning of this episode, if you have specific questions for me, especially things that are on your mind, like, hey, what about this? Hey, what about that? Send them my way and I would love to address them on the next episode of the Podcast Manager Show. Until then, I'll be cheering you on. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.